Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking. Today, we're in Romans chapter 7, so we'll get right into our topic by starting in verse 1. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives? For example, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. So as we look at this, uh, what strikes us first? Well, I mean, it's just a continuation, right? It's a continuation of the law. And Paul is, is talking to people who are bound up in law. Right? That the way you get to God <clears throat> is by keeping these things, these laws, these, these ideas, right? And I love his imagery here because I love object lessons, right? And so the object lesson of death freeing people up to move uh, other people up to move on with life, uh, like that, that makes sense to us, right? But what, what Paul's saying here is, is super important to us, right? The purpose of the law is to point out our need for Jesus, mm. right? That's the, that's the purpose that the law uh, served, that you need an advocate. You can't do this on your own. You can't be holy enough for God. It, it's, it's funny because I was talking with somebody today. We were <clears throat> reading about Daniel, you know, and uh, we were talking about Daniel and uh the fact that when the angel gabriel comes to him right he, he it says he he does a face plant i mean literally the the king james version says he does a face plant on the ground right because he recognizes who he is mm. right in comparison to this messenger of god to the message of god and he realizes that there's a huge gap all paul is doing here again is pointing out there's a humongous gap that's what the law does it points out there's a there's a gap between God's holiness and my sinfulness. Mm. And people were getting so caught up over the legalism. And we see that in our own uh, Christian community today. I think we see either people totally throw out scripture and totally water it down. Or we have the other where it's all legalism, all follow these rules, do these things, make sure you're being perfect in every way. Or at least pretend like you're being perfect in every way and look good to other people. And what we really see here is, is Paul saying that that's not the point. The point isn't we're never going to be able to measure up. And that's what we've seen in Romans. We're never measuring up. There's no way. The law is, is way above us. We can't do it. We can't be Jesus perfectly. Jesus did it for us. And so, like you said, instead of following that legalism, we are able to look at it and say the Old Testament, all the law, it shows us and it points us to Christ. And it points us in that that gap that's between us and Christ, that, that Jesus came and took our place. He bridged the gap between us and God. And that shows us a way better understanding of the law than getting caught up in the legalism of the law. Yeah, so uh, the law, right, by nature, right, changes the actions of people. And, and what God wanted was that to come through a heart change. So he, he looks at Cain and Abel and he says to Cain, Hey, Cain, 
sins crouching at your door, right? You're on the verge of having a heart problem. If you just do what's right. Now, what's right isn't just the right action because Cain offered a sacrifice. But Cain's heart wasn't in it. He didn't mm-hmm. offer it from the right attitude, right? The right attitude would you had you offering the right thing. That's what the Bible doesn't tell us why God didn't accept it. We just assume that it was because it wasn't an animal, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what, what God probably would have wanted, right? But, but it was about the hearts. And so we look at it and we'd say, unfortunately, in our world today, but even back when Jesus was around and when Paul was here, Right. We were controlling people's actions. We were controlling the symptoms. We weren't getting to the heart, right? Mm-hmm. A friend, our friend Garrett and I were just talking about uh, the Texas abortion law. We were talking about abortion and we were saying we're so caught up in stopping the symptom, the abortion, that we don't care. We don't care about the heart value. Well, there are people who are choosing not to have abortions that are doing it for the total wrong reason. Mm. They're, they're not doing it with the right heart. And we're going to argue that saving a baby is always the right reason and all those things. And, and great. But Paul's saying here, listen, he's been saying forever. It's about the heart, the heart behind it, right? You have a need for Jesus, right? We don't use the law to control people. And, and listen, we, we do this in church really well today. We use rules, regulations, and the law to control people. And, and they have animosity, anger, frustration. And that's not where we want to be. Mm, yeah. As you pointed out, I think in our churches today, we really get hung up on, here's a list of rules, now follow them. And it, it, we love it as Christians because it puts a gap between us and other people and it allows us to do our hierarchies of sins that we so are fond of doing, uh, which isn't biblical. And we set ourselves up above other people because we introduce these things of the legalism and stuff. And when we take that away, we're not taking away the law. Jesus made it very clear. He didn't come to abolish the law. Paul never says, let's just throw out the law. No, we're not saying that at all. What we're saying is we need to look at it in the right perspective. It's to get us doing the right things for God, but more importantly, directing us to Jesus, who's going to then get our heart in the right place, in which you said, that's the key. If we get our heart in the right place, then of course our actions are going to start to line up. Of course we're going to start following the law. But if we're just, as you say, addressing the symptoms, if we're just trying to get people to do certain things outwardly, that's not going to necessarily reflect an inward change. we got to deal with the heart first, and then the actions will follow. And that to me, is something that Romans does a great job of showing. We've got to really get to the heart of the matter before we can start living uh, outwardly in the right way. Yeah, I think, you know, Paul says it at the, the last verse you read there, right, in verse 6, but now we are released from the law, having died to that which has held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit and not in the old way of the written code. What, what's this death supposed to do? It, it, it gives us the ability to serve people. Right? It gives us freedom. Now I'm not, I'm not looking at, it, again, it goes to the, the whole idea of driving 55, Right. If the only reason I'm not driving 55 is because it's a law and I have to keep the law, right? Uh, that there's value in that. I'm going to, I'm going to keep people safe. You know, I guess, you know, I'm going to, but I'm doing it with animosity, frustration and anger. Mm-hmm. But if I'm driving 55, because I understand that in certain areas, in certain places, it keeps people safe and it's, it's safe for me and all of those kind of things. Then there's a freedom with that, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm looking at him saying, actually, I'm serving people. But by doing this, I'm, I'm serving the people around me right i'm paying attention to safety and those kind of things and and that's where god god's heart is i want you to get away from the law for just doing things 
And I want you to get to a place where you're serving, right? Mm-hmm. Even the Son of Man came to serve is mm-hmm. what Jesus said. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's, again, it's about getting our heart in the right place, our attitude in the right place. Yep. If we're just going through the motions and obeying these laws, great. But God's not really going to be pleased when we're just doing things for him, when we're just doing things. We need to do things with the right heart. We need to be serving God, serving others uh, in such a way that, we love what we're doing. We love the service we're doing to people. Not, as you said, not doing it with this wrong attitude of just, well, I did, I did the right things. You know, hopefully that'll measure up. No, we need to be doing the right things with the right heart, which really means we got to be getting away from this following the written code and, and starting to follow in the new way of the spirit, as Paul's saying in this passage. Yeah, amen. Amen. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this segment as we've talked through a, a difficult passage here and that you'll join us next time for another episode of A Fresh Perspective here on Heavenward Thinking.